All right. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to another episode of my podcast. As you can see, I am cold and I have the cold. So, but yes, I am sick. It's crazy. But other than that, I'm doing good. How you? How's your week? How's your day? How's your afternoon, night, whatever, morning, whatever. Hope you're doing okay. Just want to let you know that the world loves and appreciates you. What I wanted to talk about today is like the progress I've made in my own personal life. Now I may not go like super deep into it, but I will say. That, you know, in order for me to get where I am and still go where I'm going, I had to make a lot of decisions and choices. Um, One of the major things, by the way, sorry if you hear a lot of background noise, neighbors outside, dogs, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to buy a better mic soon. But back on subject, what I had to learn was to not get comfortable in the place that I am, I'm in. So what I mean by that is... It's fine to like the job you're at, the place you live in, where you stay, the country you live in. It's fine. But always try to seek bigger and better opportunities. Sorry. I say this because you never know what you're really missing out on, right? You could be missing out on so many more opportunities simply because you limit yourself to one area you don't want to do that you want to expand your barriers you know expand your knowledge do whatever you could and that's what i've been doing recently this year doing things that i normally wouldn't do it's a lot of things that i'm afraid of doing and then in order for me to overcome that fail, I just be like, okay, I hate doing this. So I'm going to keep doing it more until I think it's not even something to avoid doing anymore. You know what I mean? So much things. And then even now, I try to be more active when it comes to doing this podcast. Because now I upload videos, audios every week. Now, and before I did that, it would just be like every once in a while, once in a blue moon, or sometimes I would take super long hiatuses, you know, breaks, and not upload till months later. But now I'm trying to be really consistent, and I'm pushing myself to be really consistent, because I want better for myself, and I want whoever takes inspiration from me or sees me as some type of role model to also, I want to also guide those people, you know. And I know I might be talking to my own horn a little bit too much because of thinking that I'm someone's role model or inspiration. But, you know, I'm 21. I'm really young. And I'm really trying to do what I have to do. I live in a small country, the Bahamas. And usually a lot of things don't go well over here. So you have to expand. And that's one of my things. I want to be able... That's a car. I want to be able to grow outside the Bahamas, you know, like be more available to people. And that will happen soon. Also, quick side note, 
subscribe to my Patreon. It's only a dollar. I updated my Patreon, so basically it's only a dollar. You get free vid, you get videos and audio podcasts earlier than the public. So hey, sign up one dollar. Patreon.com at well known loner slash well known loner. There you go. But back to what I was saying. So yeah, I'm trying to be more available. Um, this week I'm trying to get my podcast on Apple Podcasts. A lot of people have iPhones. And a lot of people would just rather listen straight off Apple Pod. Yeah, so I'm trying to get that done this week with the free time. I'm probably going to do that after this, even though I'm supposed to be sleeping because of being sick and what's not. But this is being recorded on a Wednesday after work and such. Usually I record these on a Thursday, but because I plan on taking the whole tomorrow to rest because that's my off day. And I'm not feeling 100%. I want to take that whole day to rest. So I'll just take this afternoon to record while I still could, while I'm still in the mood and have the energy. <laughs> and I'm going to just do it right away. Edit it, send it out. And if you're subscribed to the Patreon, you would get this early. But hey, I try, back to what I was saying, I try to be more available to people. I'm trying to get on Apple Podcasts to be more available, more wide. Um, Wars Pit. My last episode. I'm trying to be more open about my own thoughts and the things I discuss and talk about. Because my last, especially like my last episode, it talked about dating and gender roles or what's not, and I didn't know how that would go because it was a. It's not like a new topic, but. I know people have different sides to it and talking about controversial things. I love to give my opinion, but I really don't know how people will react. And, you know, me talking about how I was talking about earlier, you have to step out of your comfort zone. That's one of the ways I was stepping out of my comfort zone, talking about a small situation. Yes. But adding a little bit of like controversial, controversial type of topic to it. To it. Sorry, I'm studying on my words. I'm very sick. <laughs> you know, I tried to talk about the rules that genders have, the whole fifty-fifty thing. Um, if you enjoyed it, that's cool. If your opinions are different from mine, that's also cool. Um, as long as we don't disrespect each other, that's perfectly fine. I want to get as as time goes on. I want to. Mm, as time goes on, I want to discuss more about these hard-hitting topics. Not because of content and views, but because sometimes I really want to understand a lot of things and see what people's heads are at. You know, I when it comes to having arguments or discussions about these things, we could have different views about things and still be respectful. And that's why I like to do this podcast. And so far, nobody has boycotted me on anything. Some people might not even listen to it or really like it. And you know what? That's fine. But and maybe if this blows up, I pray this blows up in the next year or two. Someone's going to come back and listen to this and hear why I said something very upsetting and try to cancel me on Twitter or something. And, you know, that's life but i'm trying to be more (laughs) trying to get more out of my comfort zone because the more you go out of your comfort zone the better chances you have (laughs) i'm 
I feel like it's a meme to be an introvert or to say you're an introvert this, these days, but I'm an intro, introverted character, right? I really don't go out much with a lot of people. I don't like big crowds. I don't talk to a lot of people. I have a small friend group. And, you know, I'm not really as social as a lot of other people. But I'm trying to be more of that. Not change who I am, but just to do things that make me uncomfortable. Certain things, obviously. I'm not talking about the way extreme where someone is like, I'm not saying you should put yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable as in it's dangerous to you. No, I'm talking about uncomfortable in the sense that it empowers you, right? So this is for anybody who wanted to do modeling, right? If you felt like you didn't have good looks to look model, to be a model, but people tell you, but you feel like you don't, do it anyways, right? Even if you feel, even if nobody tells you you should model and you don't want to do it, do it anyways. It's out of your comfort zone, but do it anyways. You don't know what could happen. You should apply. That's why I think people tell you to apply to whatever job you can, because you don't know what could happen. I applied to my job, really wasn't expecting to get hired, but I did get hired. And whereas this isn't really my field of expertise or anything, or my type of thing to do, I still get the work done and I do it well, you know, and I've advanced more and more and I've learned a lot from my job. Yeah, it's a piece of shit job, but not everybody at the job is a piece of shit. <laughs> but everything is an experience. And I feel like if you stay comfortable, even one of my friends, you know, he's a photographer, Caval Williams Photography. This is not a sponsor. <clears throat> but yeah, even him, he even made a post. He said he was, it's something along the lines, because I can't remember it fully. It's something along the lines of him not liking how his room was, so, and he was uncomfortable. So he decided to turn his room into a studio. And basically, that was a big glow up for him, because now he has a studio, and now he could take pictures and book pictures more easily. More easily. That's not, that's not English. Easily. He's, wait, is it? Fuck it, I don't care. He could book things easier now, and that's amazing, that's cool. The model of that was, he, and he said, the model of this is to make yourself comfortable so that so you have things change around you. You want things to change, you gotta be uncomfortable to make that change. That's why when some people and this is no disrespect to people who have it bad or whatever you know they try to tell you don't get too comfortable looking a certain way like you know down down bad or don't get comfortable living in a down bad area or whatever you know because that's because if you want things to change around you you have to be uncomfortable to make that change so for instance what if I never got a job? What if I was comfortable with living in my mom's house, not making any money or whatever, whatsoever? I would be limiting myself. And, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong to be comfortable, you know? Obviously, there's some comfort in certain areas. But I'm just saying, don't get too comfortable to the point where you're ignorant to all the things that go around on around you, right? 
So, for instance, you get comfortable with your million dollar house and you know the bills get paid or whatever but you get so comfortable you don't even notice the things going wrong with the house like plumbing issues pain issues and stuff like that you're just happy to have a million dollar house and you're not taking care of it that's what it could be when you get when you get too comfortable i feel i feel like that's an example of it that's my example i feel like you guys understand what i'm saying but Basically, I'm saying when you get you get it, don't get too comfortable. Make yourself uncomfortable so you will change what's around you. And that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing. Because you don't want to be stuck in the same place forever. Don't get comfortable with living in the current situation you're living. Don't get comfortable at the job you're with, you're at. Even if it's a high paying job, don't get comfortable with it, right? Get something for yourself, do something for yourself. If it's a, even if, you know, uh, the car, you get a, you get a car, you just copy with the car you're driving. Yeah, it's not a high end car, but it gets you to and from. But don't get too comfortable with that either. You got to take care of it. You got to keep it maintenance. It doesn't have to be high end. Yeah. But you still have to take care of it. Don't get too comfortable with the issues it has. Don't get too comfortable with, let's see, your current living situation. Yeah, you live in a decent house, but you want more out of it, right? You might want to add on to your house. You might want to change things about your house, your room, whatever. Don't get too comfortable. Always try to have that little bit of uncomfortability so you can change what's around you to be better. So currently, yeah, I have a janky setup for my old bug. Yes, I have like two ring lights right there. My iPhone is recording the access marks. So whoopee me. A lot of you people probably have 11 and 12s, but hey, whatever. Um, and then I record off a condenser mic. I was like, it's a whole kit I got for like $50. And it's USB hooked up to my laptop. Um, uh, recording straight to audio, uh, Audacity, sorry. I was about to say audio file. I don't know why. Audacity. And that's my setup. The laptop is not great at all. It only has four gigabytes of RAM, which is not ideal at all. It's very um, struggling-ish, but it gets the work fucking done. And this is where I started. What the fuck is that? Oh, this is where I'm starting. And I plan on upgrading, even turning my own room into a semi-studio of sorts so I could have better interviews and interview people more efficient so we wouldn't have to share one mic and someone has to sound echoey or sound distance and and just listen like, oh, this is unbearable. Like, you know, I want to get a better camera, better quality, better laptop so I can edit these videos and stuff way better than just editing it on my phone, which gives me problems every damn week. Oh, my God. I'm happy with where I'm starting, but I'm not going to get comfortable with it. 
because I want to elevate. Now, you could probably say, well, basically what you could probably spin around what I'm saying is, oh, don't be happy with what you got. Because someone is probably thinking that's what I'm saying, which is I'm really not. I'm happy with what I got right now. I'll just be happier with what I'm getting, if that makes sense. I'm happy with what I got because I could get it gets the work done. And I'm glad I'm learning these things from this level. So when I go up higher and get those better things, it'll be easier. And not only look, and but with better quality, but also sound and feel more professional. And that's the goal. These podcasts aren't really professional as other podcasts, I feel. I don't think this is anything special, whereas I just ho- t- turn on the camera, turn on the mic, just start talking about whatever the fuck comes to my brain. But I think compared to other people who just usually talk about a specific, they're, they're, a lot of other people's podcasts, and I've seen this, they're dialed into specific things. <laughs> Like specific things of what they talk about, like news, disease, electronics, all type of shit. But this, this is me. This, this is the only thing this podcast is geared towards is me, my thoughts, and what you guys think, and what you guys want me to talk about, and what y'all want my input on. That's literally it. Oh my god, my nose is snuffy, bro. The fuck. That's literally it. And I'm fine with that. It's my first podcast. It's probably going to be my longest running podcast if I decide to go into this more and more. But I like it. I like it because I get to express myself and what I think about without any restrictions or without having to stay on script. Because there is no script. I freestyle this shit. And I don't think I'm ever going to have a script because that's not what this is about. We don't, I don't have a time limit to make anything. I could upload videos whenever I want. I just choose to be consistent because I want consistency. I'm trying to train myself to be consistent. See, previously, like I said before, I wasn't as consistent before. But that whole, like we talked about, keep making yourself uncomfortable. And I was uncomfortable with the way my work ethic was, with the way I was doing things. So I decided to say, hey, let's improve that. That's a lot of yelling going on in the back. I am sorry. <laughs> I said, hey, let's improve that. And now I'm improving that. I'm doing what I have to do. And I'm not worried about who's judging me. I'm not worried about people who are like, you're wasting time. I'm not worried about them because this is not for them. It's for me. And whether I do it or not, it shouldn't have an effect on anybody's daily lives other than myself. And I want to do it for myself. (laughs) And I'm pretty happy that I'm doing it. I may not be as famous as other people. I may not be as popular. I may not have thousands of friends on Facebook and shit. But I'm still going to fucking do it. I know people that who are. And I know there are people who will support me. And I know some people do like listening to this. And some people just don't listen to it, but share it anyways. And that's also fine. As long as you support. Patreon is a dollar. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. But yeah. Like, I love it. 
I'm not comfortable with the current living situations I am, but I am working hard towards improving everything. Man, the sniffles, they are terrible. It's like really beautiful. It's only been 20 minutes I've been talking. Wow. That's 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 not a lot of time. I think I might only go for 30 or 40 minutes this time because don't feel like talking for an hour and I'm already sick and it's already hard because I can barely fucking breathe. This is insane. But yeah, make yourself uncomfortable and work hard to what you want. Don't kill yourself if you don't have to, but work hard for what you want. Make yourself uncomfortable. I've been saying the word uncomfortable many times. Someone could make a count if you want to. I don't really care. That'd be amazing, though. <laughs> you don't have to, but it would be amazing. But, yeah. Make yourself uncomfortable, man. Don't be happy of where you split, where you are placed in life. You know? And for those of you who don't know what you're doing in life, like that's okay as long as you're trying new things and making new things and doing new things where you could add to your arsenal because they say jack of all trades master of none i forget what the rest is but it goes something along that better than being a master at one some shit basically it's better to have a little bit of everything, know a little bit of everything, than just to know one thing. Sure, you can know one thing and be okay with learning that one thing and be super good at that one thing. But if what if that one thing is something you can't rely on? You have to expand. You have to learn more things. And you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Now... If you don't want to, you don't have to. But I'm just saying to explore new things and to do new things. And no, I'm not talking sexually because y'all are some freaks. I already know it. But to try new things and to do new things is a part of the human experience. And I think we all should try something that we thought we would never be able to do or would we... we or something we would never like or think we would never like. You know? Whether that's a job, a profession, a hobby. And if you have a hobby you like, that you really like, you should talk about it. Post it. As long as it's something, you know, as long as it's not like some type of serial killer type shit, then, you know, as long as your hobby doesn't harm people, then you should be fine. I don't have to talk that close to the mic. It's a condenser mic. Why am I doing that? It's a force of habit. But you got to make yourself. You got to build yourself. You can't just sit on one thing for the rest of your life. I'm working. But I don't plan on working to this place forever. I might stay here for another year. For an, I say another year. I haven't been here for a year yet. I might stay here for two years. And hopefully other things kick off for me where I don't have to stay there that long. 
because I'm really trying to do new things and put myself out there. I'm putting myself out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I really am. I don't want to talk about what I'm trying to do because you know I don't want anybody to have no bad vibes. I I, I refuse to block out the bad vibes. You know I need that new, but yeah. You got to try new shit. I feel like if you don't try the new stuff, you're going to hold yourself back. And then you're going to hit that point in life and be like, wow, why am I so lost in life? Or feel like feel like you should have been farther in life. Well, you should have taken more chances. I learned, wow, that was a loud scream. What the hell? I learned that if you take no chances, no risk, no reward, <laughs> you play it safe all the time, then you won't get what you think you deserve or actually do deserve majority of the time. <laughs> take a chance. You know, high risk, high reward. You want to play it safe, you won't get anything. You take a chance and risk it, you might just get something of a higher value. I'm just saying. I'm proud of my friends who are trying to do their businesses and stuff. You know, I feel like if you have hobbies that you really like doing, like Kvalin started off as a photographer off the bat, he less liked it as a hobby. He continued to do it, and now he has a whole business. That's amazing. You know, it's a definition of follow your dreams. I'm doing this. And one of my friends from high school even messaged me, said they never thought I would be the type to do a podcast because I was quiet and not talkative in school. I'm like, yeah, well, thanks. I said thanks because she said she was proud of me. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. It just goes to show you could do anything once you put your mind to it and anything you want to do. If you feel like you can't do it, do it anyways. You want to be something and people keep telling you you can't do it, you can't do it, do it anyways. Work hard to do it. Even if you don't have the natural talent to do it, fucking do it. Practice it. We do it. Just do it. This is not a Nike sponsored video, obviously, but just do it. Take that chance. Take that risk. Because more than likely, it might be worth it. You might discover something that you never know you could have done. You might feel some type of empowerment from it. I don't know. Oh my god, my nose is starting to run. I have no tissues. Oh yeah, I have tissues right here. Goodness. But yeah. Um when I when I first wanted was asked what, what I wanted to what I wanted to be. I told people a computer engineer. 
first it was a game designer, but I realized I wasn't really fascinated in designing games, more so playtesting them and critiquing them, which I might do video game reviews or reviews in general because I like to review things, but who knows? That's a thing for a different day. I realized I liked computers a lot and I wanted to do IT. I want to be an IT technician, computer engineer, whatever. So, and I still do like computers and I do know a lot about them. But I realized I don't want that as my main job, just working on computers and stuff. Sure, it'll be something to make money and that's always a plus. That I won't be happy with that being my main job. I realized my strength is actually in a weird way public speaking or speaking in general. So, like I said earlier, I was an introvert in high school. I'm still, um, I, wow, what is wrong with my English today? I still am an introvert to an extent now, but I'm more a little bit social, but I wasn't as social as I am now. And, you know, people would call me weird for it or whatever. I was quiet. I was the quiet kid. But, and this is thanks to my guidance counselor. Her name is Rasheen Bethel. If you folks want to know her name, she's currently the vice principal of my school that I graduated from. But it was thanks to her that I realized what my talent was. And I feel like she has, this is me personally speaking from my experience. I feel like she has the ability to see the potential you have as a person that you don't even see. So she made me, we had a club and she made me the president of the college club. That's what it was. And it was basically this club to introduce students to colleges and stuff and to help them. Right. And it did pretty okay. You know, and I learned a lot from it. I had to do public speaking. I had to stand up. I had to speak in front of a crowd. And I realized it, w it wasn't as scary as I thought it was. And that I have a natural talent for just speaking off the top of my head. Like, I don't really have to read scripts or anything when I'm talking. Because nothing has to be really structured for me. It just flows. Things just flow. It would, but my only problem is I like to drift off topic a lot. <laughs> and I have been told I should write down dotted notes to keep myself on pace or interact and not drift away, but I don't listen. I'm stubborn. <laughs> but she showed me that I have leadership qualities and I could lead people because a lot of people genuinely did respect me. And I've seen a lot of those people after I graduated and they still have that type of respect for me. And I also have respect for them, obviously, because it goes both ways. And, you know, I never was hard on people, like super hard on people, obviously, but I was also not a pushover. And which is funny because people really do think I am much of a pushover, but I won't let people run over me, which is weird. But hey, looks could be deceiving, right? <laughs> These people, that whole experience, it was great for me. It unlocked something in me that I couldn't even see. I realized I could speak to people as easy as ever. 
just casual conversations. I don't talk to people much because I don't really want to waste the time and energy to talk to people. But it's not hard for me. You know? I just don't like to do it all the time. But simply talking into this camera is like, it's not even, whoops, it's not even, let me see, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not, it's not giving me anxiety attack, I guess. That's not what I wanted to say, but I'm not panicking or anything, talking to the camera. It flows naturally. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that with being seen because yeah for a long time too i thought i struggled with my physical appearance as in my face i didn't care about being skinny because i'm tall so i think i look skinny regardless but it was really like being told from literally as far as i remember which is like grade one to graduation that i was ugly <laughs> that self-esteem i had no self-confidence in myself some days i still do think i'm really hideous won't lie other days i do think i look pretty good <laughs> but that's something i used to struggle with a lot and i have on and off days but that's normal for anyone to have on and off days but as in for self-esteem and self-confidence i'm not lacking in any of that and i'm glad i'm not i used to think i was not worthy or i would never get the chance for anything but i realized i have more potential than other people and the fact that i could catch on to a lot of things especially if i put my mind to it faster than a lot of people is really good I've been told I'm really smart, but I don't think academics tells you how smart you are. So a lot of people who academically were smarter than me kind of did look down on me as if I was some type of stupid person, I feel. Personally, and I don't even know what those people are now because we've already graduated. Things have gone south. I say self, but thing. everybody just, you know, we were kids. But I just feel like that time people used to look down on me because I used to get a lot of 3.0s in school and shit. Then I stopped. Because personal reasons like depression and stuff. That'll be a whole other thing I could talk about, probably. Like, maybe I'll talk about a whole, my whole life story <laughs> eventually. If you guys in there and that type of shit. But, yeah. And then I realized that, no, I'm really smart, but I'm just, I just didn't have the energy to want to do schoolwork, academic work. And if it has to be proven, you could look at my, I went to BTVI right after I graduated. I've been getting 4.0s straight through the board. I only got one three point and that was in one semester. That was because of one class. I got to be in one class. Other than I've been getting 4.0 straight across the board, and it's been fine. It's It goes to show you that, yeah, academics really don't tell you how smart a person is. Because I've also been told that I only have book smarts, which is not true. Which I used to believe that means 
I used to believe that, wow, I'm only intelligent when it comes to books and things that I learned, but I'm not intelligent to, I'm not smart enough to apply this intelligence or use my common sense because that's what basically it meant to me. But I learned now that that's not true, that people only say those things because they just want to be dickheads and say shit like that. Because you don't have to be, they, they call it street smarts, but you don't necessarily have to be on the streets to be street smarts. It's basically common sense with certain things. Right? Now, not everything you will learn, not everything that is street smart you will learn with common sense, but you could apply certain knowledge to it. At least that's how I think. And that's what I do. And other people will probably come at me and be like, no, you, you can't do that. You, you wouldn't know how to handle them. I'm like, okay. You know, I think one of the, and I talked about this too, one of the biggest things that's still funny to me is that people think because I'm from a private school. I'm just say that. People think because I'm from a private school means that I had a rich life and how to go on good. It's like, no, I didn't. And I still don't. So they tell me, I don't know what struggle is. I don't know how it is to suffer, how it is to hustle. I do know. I do know all those things. My mother sacrificed to put me in a private school. There was a whole two years we had no light and barely any food. But they sacrificed to put me in private school. So I do know what it is to struggle. I do know what it is to have to eat nothing to go to bed and go to bed. Just drink water. Sometimes no water. Sometimes nothing. You know, I know what it is. We don't have it as bad like that anymore because we manage our money better and stuff. But I'm just saying. And I'm not in school anymore, so that took a load off. Oh, my God. But I'm just saying, man. Saying that. Oh God, shut the fuck up. Saying that a person is from private school and doesn't know a struggle is gotta be the most stupidest thing you could definitely say. It it, it has to be. And private school and and people think that private school makes people antisocial or introverted, which is the come complete fucking opposite like our private school wasn't as big as the government schools it was not obviously but there were a lot of social activities and social things there i just personally wasn't into into those people (laughs) because i've been taught from i've been told from the jump that the things that i'm interested in are white Yes, white, that they're white and that I am a white person and that talking proper is white and that I'm weird for the things I like. Because unlike the vast majority of people, I was not a Call of Duty person. This is this is a small example. Call of Duty obviously was a big thing back then and it still technically is now. And a lot of people play those games, but I'm not really interested in those type of games. And like to say competitively or whatever, I'd probably play it 
for shits and giggles but other than that no i used to play like a lot of you could say childlike games i grew up with like like i used to play a lot of mario and shit like platformers i love platformers i'm really good i could be good at fps's but i don't take them seriously enough to even consider it but platformers i love platformers they give me a real challenge I've played a lot of platformers, and I played a lot of Sonic games, which is why I was a Sonic fan for a good majority of my life. And people at that time weren't into that type of stuff. People still aren't into that type of stuff. So I feel as they felt as if you was into Call of Duty and stuff, you were seen as mature. Which really, now when you look back at it, you just that's the stupidest thing ever. But hey. <laughs> One of the other things was music. So back then, everybody just listened to rap. People, a lot of people still do just only listen to rap. And since I played video games, some video games had some really fucking good music. If you know, you know. And video game music is really good. And I used to listen to video game music, even the ones we had lyrics, and some of them were not, majority of them were not rap songs or whatever. But I would get told that I am white because I listen to those things. Anything other than rap, you're white. Rap, trap, anything. You're white. Golden oldies even, or fucking reggae or some shit. If you wasn't listening to those, white. And it was sad. I was the outcast. I was outcast by my own skin color. And then it didn't make things better when I was called ugly for being dark. <laughs> that has been the worst thing. I it took me a while to like my skin color. It really did. Wow. That was like a lot. But yeah. So much things happened. And then I did the first person to like I said earlier, the person to make me have more confidence myself in my guidance counselor. She put me in a position where I was uncomfortable in. I got comfortable. I was uncomfortable, but I rose up and changed that uncomfortableness to be more comfortable and be able to do all the shit she put me in to do. And I was damn good at it for a fucking 70-year-old kid. I was damn good at it. And I became better at it. And I became more confident in myself and in my looks and what I do. And what I say, my opinion, and I already had an understanding that my opinion might not matter to other people, or my song taste might not matter to people, and people will judge me for how I look, for how I sound, for what I listen to. But I realized that at that point, I don't give a fuck. And she real, what that lesson she instilled in me made me realize I don't need to give a fuck about what people say about me or have to say about me, as long as I stay true to myself and believe in what I can do. I got uncomfortable. And that's when I started going back to who I originally was. I used to just listen strictly to rap music because and listen to all the popular songs that other people liked. I stopped because if I didn't like the song, I won't fucking listen to it. And that's just me. I do listen to rock music <laughs> and sometimes a little bit of heavy metal, but not too heavy. Like I listen to... Um, System of a Down. I like a few of their songs, and then a lot of music from video games. 
from the Sonic franchise are are rock orientated, but they remind me of a lot of stuff of my childhood. One, and they sound really, really fucking good. And I listen to them. And you might have seen me if you have me added. You might have seen me post a few of these things. And you might be like, what the fuck is he listening to? I just don't care. And that's fine. I like a lot of music, not just rap, not just trap, not just reggae. I like anything that just sounds good. <laughs> when it came to my physical appearance, I used to try to wear... First, I didn't even really buy clothes. I used to wear shit my mom used to buy for me. A lot of oversized clothes. And then I started shopping for myself. And realized that the regular things that people over here wear... I don't like. And normally the old me would be like, well, I'm going to get laughed at for wearing that or be judged. But me now, I didn't give a shit. I said, I fuck with this Japanese shit. <laughs> Japanese oriented clothing is kind of cool to me. Like, well, Japanese, Japanese print type clothing or just certain characters on it, clothing. They look nice to me and they speak differently than regular shit i don't do i don't mind polo nautica and all that but my wardrobe will not be only consistent of that and like now like i usually like the color black and black and red the colors black and red i still like the color black <laughs> i've been mixing it up recently and i'm trying to expand on colors obviously Instead of just black, I want to try browns. I want to try some pinks, some blues, purples, even yellows, and mix and match it, you know. And then the whole weird type of style I have, it's well, I don't think it's unique in the sense of that I'm the only one doing it, but I'm probably one of the few people doing it over here. And everybody's like, oh, so I'm a goth now. I'm like, or emo. I'm like, and I said yes to one of those, and then I immediately took that back in my head because I was like, that's a stupid thing to say. You're not an emo. Are you retarded? <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> you know? I'm like, nah. I'm not emo or goth. I just like chains. I just like layered chains. I like piercings to an extent on my ear, not on all over my body, obviously. I like certain types of tattoos. I haven't got a tattoo yet. I will soon. I like rings. <laughs> and that's fine. I like Jordans. Like regular people, I like Nikes too. I also try Converse and Vans and shit. Like, I like a lot of shit. And I try to mix and match it, but hey. And I also have dreadlocks, obviously, which people didn't expect me to get for some reason. But it suits me in my own way. And I really like them. They're going on three years about in the next few months. So, hey, happy three years to fucking me. Yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk about today. So, hope you guys have a amazing week. Hopefully you see this if you're subscribed to the Patreon. You'll see this too. You'll see this early. Also, shout out to my only Patreon subscribe um Patreon supporter at the moment, Kaval Williams. So 
Shout out to you. Number one photographer in the Bahamas at the moment. Yes, sir. If you guys need pictures, hit them up. Kate Caval Williams Photography. There you go. I'll see you guys next time. Later.